following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the Huled Show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And tonight you have Michigan and Washington in the college football playoff national championship game. Time for you to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE when you sign up. And also you can see all the numbers connected to Stafford and Golf, Lions and the Rams on Sunday night, the first ever playoff game for the Lions at Ford Field. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook Sportsbook app right now. Get in on the Michigan and the Lions action and always use code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the HUGE show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the HUGE show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your HUGE opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the HUGE one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is a national championship Monday. Superfly Hayes, a Michigan State fan. He's so fired up about tonight. He's got a Michael Penix's King t-shirt that his dad had made for the entire family. They're all Spartan fans. They're having a watch party tonight, and you have to wear... I think it's... Is it purple and gold? The Washington colors? You have to wear that. If you don't, you don't get in. Or you can wear green and white. Really? You're going to celebrate what Washington has done to Michigan State the last two meetings? Well, they hung like a hundy? Let's be honest. And people always say this. Oh, I root for Michigan State except when they play Michigan. No, you don't. Or the Michigan State fan. Even though I think a lot of state fans like John Beeline. Because he's kind of like Izzo, right? Which, Michigan State laid an egg at Northwestern. My God. And Michigan continues to struggle. This is where Juwan Howard stepped aside, let Phil Martelli coach because he's from Philadelphia. There's there's some weird stuff going on. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on with Howard in Michigan. It feels like it's his last year. To me, that's my vibe. I know nothing. I'm just telling you my huge opinion from the outside looking in. And Izzo's had it. This team was playing so well, they look like a top 10 team again. They just didn't show up and play any defense against Northwestern. Maybe they were looking ahead to tonight's championship game and they're cheering for Washington. Izzo looks like he ages 10 years after going through a game like at Northwestern. He's running his hands through his hair. He's like, you know, no one played defense. I'll give them credit. And then he talks like with his teeth uh, clenched. Yeah, no defense. Because I know what he wants to say and he can't say it because Tom's a class act. But most Michigan State fans did tell me they like John Beeline. And by the way, John Beeline appears on the huge show every Tuesday, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. Tomorrow we'll talk about the game tonight. I made the huge prediction, Michigan 
35, Washington 24. That's my number. That is our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's your prediction on the game tonight? You can join in at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. I did see on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Michigan is down to a three, three and a half. It's been fluctuating point favorite over Stafford and the Rams on Sunday night in the Motor City. That's a surreal matchup. It's a for real, surreal matchup. I will say this, that the thought has crossed my mind multiple times since Carson Wentz led the Rams to a victory over San Francisco. That Matt Stafford ending this magical season, most wins since 91, 12-5, Gosh, I like the way they played. I know Laporta's injury and St. Brown banged up, but I I think they needed that win after the debacle at the end of the Dallas game. They really needed a strong showing, and they gave it to us. And at least it looks like Laporta's injury isn't like total blowout of the knee. They're saying a contusion, slight sprain. I'm, I'm sounding like a doctor now. Oh, I'd be a horrible doctor. I would be so bad. I'd be like, so let's say I didn't eat lunch and I knock on the room door. I go, oh, Mr. Laporta, how you doing? He goes, hey, Doc Huge, uh, what's up with my knee? I go, I haven't eaten since 6.30 a.m. I'm leaning towards amputation. I'll come back after I get a sandwich down at the cafeteria. (laughs) Uh, All right, I need your huge predictions. 1-866-838-4843 on the Michigan-Washington game tonight. Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. 35-24 is my number, Michigan national champs. And if you're in the Grand Rapids area, listening on our flagship station, 96-1 The Game, you can join me for a huge watch party tonight with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard. Call ahead, reserve a table. They got two happy hours, one going on right now till 6, one 6 until 9, also 250, 20-ounce tall Paps drafts, now until the end of the game at the Brands on Leonard. And all Brands locations will be showing the game tonight. It's going to be a good party. We got Nick Lipinski, the owner, part owner of the Grand Rapids Gold, owner of the Alpine and North Kent golf courses. He's showing up. Denny Middleton, legendary Bimini Brothers member, he's showing up. Brandon Skibby just had a baby. It's awesome. Baby's name is Lincoln. Before the baby was born, I said, what's, what's the name going to be? Right? He goes, oh, I can't tell you, but I'll tell you it's a, it's a name of a famous football coach. I go, Lincoln. You're going to name him Lincoln. There was dead silence. He goes, I got to go. And I guessed it. He told me that. Yeah. Him and Jess, his wife, man. I went out last Friday, was it, or two Fridays ago, wherever it was, I went and saw the baby. Man, when people are, a couple have a baby, they're, it, it brings such happiness. And I said, enjoy it, man. Enjoy it right now. Because once that baby is mobile, it's over. And then you're going to enjoy it again from like 
four when they go to preschool until about 10, 11. It's awesome. They want to go to soccer. They want to play basketball. They want to go out in the backyard. They can't get enough. They're going to cuddle you, watch a movie. And then when they turn 13, you might as well watch the old school exorcist or the updated version because that's your life until they're out. Uh, Clayton Safey, I think he is standing by. Uh, Houston, we do not have a problem. Clayton, uh, I'm getting a lot of feedback about uh, the rocket ride that Ballas talked about with Safey and Anthony Broom where Clayton threw up on his visor. They did a little rocket flight up to the edge of space and splash landed back in the Gulf of Mexico and then he barfed on the way up. So one giant step backwards for mankind. He was, the Mission Control Center, they got like the VIP tour. They went in all these places where you're supposed to have security clearance, and they just basically walked around pushing buttons all day. That sounds so fun, Clayton. <laughs> yeah, we just walked right in, and I think we were uh, we were good to go, but it was cool. Yeah, we checked out NASA, um, and uh, obviously uh, some bigger business tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when I saw that photo of you guys at Mission Control at the Wolverine.com, I'm thinking, this is the future of the country right here. Ballas, uh, Broom, and Safey going, Roger, Apollo 17, we see aliens to your left. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All right, what, what else has been the best part of that trip connected to the game, whether it's uh, media interviews meeting somebody what's been the highlight in Houston uh, before we get to kickoff yeah it was probably the media day on uh, Saturday and then getting to come in the stadium when Michigan was practicing on Saturday uh, afternoon so I mean it's hard to uh, you know tell for sure but I mean this team obviously just feels like it's a continuation of everything they've done all year um, and the vibes seem pretty good with uh, with the Wolverines. And you would think the same thing with Washington, too. I mean, they've been kind of a team of destiny. Both teams have. So uh, just really excited. Um, you know, Michigan has never been in this spot in the national title game. They haven't won the national title since 1997. So, uh, you know, I think the message that a lot of Michigan fans are kind of feeling, you know, today is just kind of seize this moment because you never know when you're going to get back here. Um, and that's, that's kind of where things uh, – it from my standpoint uh but it's been a good couple days i hardly even know what day of the week it is anymore or you know what time zone i'm in uh coming uh you know a quick trip from pasadena but you wouldn't trade it for anything it's crazy we're covering this thing tonight and ballast doesn't make you guys pay for anything you and broom are like on you've been on like a <laughs> seriously you've been on like a 10-day vacation haven't you it's been a lot of work, but, but, uh, you guys work really. I thought you were just, you're going the mission control. You're going to like amusement parks. You're at universal. You're hanging out, watching the lions game with Connor stallions. I mean, well, look, uh, look at everything you guys are doing. You gotta watch the lions. I mean, come on. What are we, what are we thinking here? I mean, what, uh, I think I'm going to next week, by the way. So it's going to be exciting. You got, you got tickets to the lions. Almost. We're working on it. Almost. Is your uncle? Because your uncle came up to me and said, hey, Billy, how you doing? I hear you talk to my nephew, Clayton. You have any tickets? A lot of people in Detroit owe me favors. Let me know. <laughs> That's right. He talked just like that when I was at the Ada Indoor Country Club. He did. They were nice. Your, your family seems to borderline stalkers with me, but I'm okay with it because I, I respect you and everything you do. All right, let's get to the game tonight. 
uh, the matchup. We've covered uh, extended family, uh, your uh, amusement park trip to Mission Control, you throwing up on the visor on the rocket flight and the splashdown in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, yep, you that are, all happened. Yeah, you're all, you, you, all three of you are down there actually covering a game. It's not another, you've been on two week vacation. I hope that you probably won't get from on3.com. You probably not get vacation time for six years. But uh, when you look at this matchup tonight, why do you like Michigan to win? And obviously, I think the number one concern is Penix throwing the ball around. Yeah, and the number one concern is that for sure. And Michigan hasn't seen a passing offense like this, and Washington probably hasn't seen a defense like Michigan. So that's kind of the matchup everyone's talking about. The way that, you know, they have the Joe Moore award-winning offensive line, so getting pressure on him, which is going to be key, isn't going to be easy. And he gets the ball out quickly, and that doesn't mean it's a bunch of screens. I mean, he, he's able to get the ball out quickly, and with the receivers they have and the free releases they get, they're able to throw deep quickly. So that's going to be a big challenge for Michigan. Uh, I like Michigan to move the ball, though, on the, the other side. Um, you know, I, I think that the Michigan offense, you know, even Texas was able to, to do that in Sugar Bowl, and, you know, you've seen different teams have success against them, so... Um, I, I think that's why I like Michigan is just that side of the ball, them being able to control the clock. And uh, Joel Klatt was talking about this earlier in the week, but you know, if you're able to minimize the amount of possessions in this game, then every stop you get on the other side uh, of things is like gold. You know, might, might even count as two because you, you limit their possessions. You create a sense of urgency for them each and every time they touch the ball. Uh, so you know, that's kind of where I feel like Michigan has the edge. They should be able to run. When you look at teams like Oregon, uh, teams like Texas that played against Washington this year, they've been able to have success on the ground. So um, there's that, but there's also a, a really dangerous quarterback receiving core and offensive line on the other side that, that kind of scare you a little bit. Who's been the biggest unsung hero? Not Sandra still, not names. We would quorum. Obvious ones, J.J., O-line. Who, who's been a name who you've watched every game, you've watched a lot on the DVR, where this player has been solid and big, in every big win for Michigan, who would be at the top of that list? Yeah, there are a few, but I'd go with Rod Moore, the junior safety number nine, who you know was banged up at the beginning of the year. Remember, he gave up that big play touchdown against Rutgers on his uh, pretty much his first snap. I think it was his third snap of the season. Uh, you know, it kind of started a little bit slow, but as he got healthier and more confident again, I mean, he's just come up big time and time again in the big games. I mean, he obviously had the interception to clinch the Ohio State game, so it's hard to call him an unsung hero. But I don't, you know, rewatching the Alabama game in the Rose Bowl, I mean, he was everywhere with big open field tackles over and over again, great coverage down the field. And I think in this game, someone like him is going to have to step up because uh, safety play is going to be important. You know, they're going to probably get some catches over the middle, some catches with room to run, but you got to bring those guys down. So I'd go with Rod Moore, but you could also point to depth on the D-line and just how many different guys have stepped up there. Um, it's been a it's been a complete effort with you know one of the deepest teams I've ever seen at Michigan. Yeah, and a team that has survived uh, Harbaugh suspended for half of the regular season, survived the Connor Stallions national pylon party, uh, losing coaches in season, uh, injuries they've dealt with, and they truly epitomize what a team is all about. And they're one win away from achieving their goal, and they withstood Ohio State. Uh, they withstood Ryan Knight and Day. I'm going to try and bury Michigan off the field. Uh, they won at Penn State. Franklin hates Michigan. I mean, they just have told everybody uh, to stick it with their actions on the field, and they can do it one final time tonight against Washington. They sure can. I mean, it's 
it felt like a couple different seasons uh, all wrapped into one. Uh, and really, when you just take it back to last year at this time, when Blake Corum, uh, I think it was today, a year ago today, that he decided to come back to Michigan. And following him were, you know, Trevor Keegan and Zach Zinter, uh, a bunch of different guys that decided to come back. So the story of this team has been really kind of a three-year story, really four-year story going back to 2020. The fact that they've come this far to even get in this spot, but now they have the chance to finish the deal is, is really special for them. For Jim Harbaugh, I mean, the, the tenure and, you know, kind of the roller coaster that it's been at, at different times, but then to finally kind of get this thing rolling now um, and heading into the national championship game in year nine has been pretty remarkable to watch. So uh, I'm excited. You know, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's one of, another one of those coin flip type of games, uh, maybe not like a Georgia TCU last year. So I think we're going to have a good one. I think it'll probably uh, have, you know, get some pretty good ratings. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be exciting to see these two teams go at it. Both teams are really hungry for a national championship. His name is Clayton Safey. He's part of the Wolverine.com team. They've been bringing you coverage during this entire run, offseason, into the season, uh, through the Big Ten championship game. Now uh, the trip to Pasadena. They're in Houston. It's Michigan-Washington tonight for college football's national championship game. Coverage right now at thewolverine.com during the game and post-game, and tomorrow could be a big celebration. Well, I guess if they win... I would think they're probably going to do something in Ann Arbor, what, you know, end of this week? I would, yeah, I would think late in the week, maybe uh, yeah. maybe the weekend. Maybe Chrysler um, Center, right? Yeah, that or I think they did a parade after in, in 1997. So, I mean, I bet there are some people working behind the scenes. Yeah, parade, parades go well in uh, January in Michigan. Well, people will be excited. Alcohol can keep you warm. Maybe I'll tell you what, they, they, they could open up the big house. If they won the national championship, they could do it at the big house. If the weather, hey, if we don't get hit with a massive snowstorm, they could do it in the big house and I think and fill up that place with Michigan fans who would come from all over to celebrate the national championship. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll do something. They'll be, uh, if they win, they'll, or whatever team wins, they'll have a champ, uh, championship press conference in the morning and then they'll assume they'll fly back, and a couple of days later, a lot of people will be gathering. But can you imagine Ann Arbor tonight if they win? Mm, man, I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to be at the Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids with Johnny Brand Sr. It's open to the public. Uh, I think it's going to be crazy. Uh, I can't wait to see it. It's a, it's a great matchup, too. Washington's a fun team. Nothing against Alabama, nothing against Texas, the other two Final Four teams. But Washington has been fun to watch uh, the last two years with Penix. Junior in that quarterback. Uh, before I let you go, I need your final score prediction. And is this Harbaugh or Harbaugh's and JJ's final game at Michigan? Yeah, I got thirty-four to twenty-four Michigan. I think uh, you know Washington is going to be able to to score a little bit, um, but I, I do trust this Michigan defense to kind of figure them out uh, at a certain point in this game, and then the Michigan offense to be able to move the football on the ground get J.J. McCarthy going a little bit. Uh, as far as Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> it's just so tough to say. I think he could have gone last year to the Broncos. I think he wanted to go to the Vikings the year before. Actually, I know that. And he didn't uh, have the opportunity to. So he's unpredictable. I think he he's going to have options this year. So I, I could see it being his last game. Um, and then J.J. McCarthy, yeah, I would say probably his last game. But we do know for a fact that uh, there are people at Michigan you know, trying to make it worth his while if he wanted to come back as well. So I think if you're J.J., you can't really go wrong because you could go this year as a first-rounder. 
you can also come back and be the top quarterback off the board because it's a little bit lighter of a quarterback class in 2025. So he's got some really good options there. But I think uh, right now they got to just win this one, and then uh, I think people will be happy with those guys enough where whatever they do, uh, they will, uh, they'll will they have no problem with it. Clayton, say if you enjoy that game tonight, coverage at thewolverine.com leading up to kickoff during the game, post-game. Everything you need when it comes to University of Michigan Athletics at TheWolverine.com. We've heard from Ballas. We've heard from Safey. Anthony Broom will join us later. Johnny Borton from TheWolverine.com, senior columnist and also co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast, Doug Skeen. Jim Brandstatter, team coverage from Houston, Ann Arbor, here in Michigan. Uh, it's a historic day. Could even be a bigger night if Michigan takes care of business. Clayton, great work. Um, so happy for you and Anthony experiencing everything with Chris Rose Bowl, California, Houston. You guys deserve it with how hard you work. Well, appreciate that, and hope you have a good night. Enjoy the game, and happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, back at you, Clayton Safey, checking in from Houston. Think about the ride they've been on, the media, the people who travel with that team. Again, if you're in the Grand Rapids area, listening on our flagship station, ninety six one, the game, where you're going to be driving through. Uh, you can join me at Johnny Brands on Leonard, Johnny Brands Sr. They have a happy hour going on now till 6. Another happy hour uh, happening tonight. I think the other happy hour is at 9. 250 20-ounce tall Paps drafts now until the end of the game. We have a lot of people showing up. Call and reserve a table. It'll be a fun place to watch a game if you don't have any plans. That's at the Brands on Leonard. All the Brands locations are showing the game tonight for the one close to you. Go to Brands.com. Jim Bradstatter, voice of Michigan football, his prediction on the matchup with the Huskies. He'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Fish on the ultimate fishing show, Detroit, January 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle, fishing boats, and fishing trips. Take it from fishing pro Mark Zona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's the fishing boat show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop fishing tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, January 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Whoa, put that one in the box. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting live for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Detroit for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. I'll be there Friday 3 until 6, statewide broadcast. Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports booth where you can register to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. It's this Thursday through Sunday, the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Look for the huge show in Lomas Brown. There Friday starting at 2 p.m. Salt and pepper, Tom and Jerry, rhythm and blues. Some things just always go together, like driving and seatbelts. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. We know how easy it is to buckle up every single time. We know how important seatbelts are for everyone because we see what happens when people don't wear seatbelts. Driving and seatbelts. You just can't have one without the other. 
huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It's a Money Line Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get in on the action tonight. Washington, Michigan, Lions and the Rams on Sunday night and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Michigan's getting, uh, it's been fluctuating, four, four and a half. I I like Michigan by double digits. I said 35-24 was my number. Let's go talk about the game. Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan football and a true Michigan man. He is standing by on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest line. What's up? Well, first of all, you just made me mad. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Well, you're going double digits on me now, you know. We got to stop that. We got to make sure that we're, we're out there, and we know that this is going to be a hard game, and it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a nail biter, and you got to give it your all, and you got to be really, really clean in how you play it. And I don't like your talk of double digits. I just don't. Okay. So if I would have said fifty-two nothing, Michigan, then you're probably hanging up the phone. Exactly. I hang <laughs> up the phone. I call Superfly and say, "Don't call me again." And all right, so what, what's your biggest concern as a guy that knows Michigan football through and through, including this year's team, from what you've seen of Washington and the latest when they hung on to beat Texas? What, what's your biggest fear that Michigan won't win this game tonight when it comes to the Washington well, side? I, I think you, you would probably have it the same thing. We got you got to get Michael Penix off his spot if he sits there with his feet planted um, and and doesn't have pressure and and is comfortable in the pocket. Uh, I, I think Michigan, you know, is going to have a tough time stopping them because their receivers. Are, he's got three uh, wide receivers that are NFL caliber, and he's as accurate a long ball thrower as I've seen in a long time. Uh, I did not see this when he was at Indiana. He probably didn't have the kind of uh, supporting cast he does now at Washington. But that to me is the biggest fear. Uh, you, we've got Michigan has to uh, somehow, some way, generate pressure. 
and even if they don't sack him, uh, they got to get him off his spot. They got to get him moving his feet. I, I don't care what quarterback you are. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes, you name them, okay? When they're moving their feet around and they're jumping around and stuff, they're not as good and they're not as accurate. And, and I think that's where Michigan has to go to, I think, get the edge on an offense that uh, is pretty scary when it's rolling. Jim, uh, this team, uh, since they lost to TCU, the focus has been to get where they are right now, to do what they've done this year. They haven't lost. That was the entire offseason. It's basically been over a year, uh, almost to the day that people are saying they need not only to win that first college football playoff game, but go win the national championship. What, what has impressed you the most about this team that maybe you see, but others in the media or even fans don't see? Well, I think it's what you just said. I mean, that, that focus, I mean, that to me gives the Michigan the edge in this game is that they have been a absolute single minded team as a group collectively on one thing. And it hasn't been to get to the college football playoffs and, and win the semifinal. It's been to win the big game. Like Coram said, I came back to win the championship. I didn't come back for records. I mean, every guy has bought into this. So is Jim Harbaugh. And that single mindedness, in my opinion, I think gives Michigan a bit of an edge. They, Washington doesn't have that same single-mindedness that Michigan has had for a year because Washington wasn't there a year ago. Washington didn't have the two disappointments that Michigan has had um, in the college football playoffs. And, and Michigan has that single-minded focus. And I think that, that, to me, gives them the edge from a mental aspect in regards to this football game. Jim Bradstatter, former voice of Michigan football Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line, talking about the national championship game tonight in Houston. Uh, for Harbaugh, do you see the right NFL spot that could make him leave if he's not gone already from Ann Arbor? Well, yeah, I kind of – I mean, everybody's talking San Diego with Justin Herbert. I, I don't think Jim would go to a place where he's in a reclamation process, where he's he's trying to take somebody from – nowhere to somewhere. He, I think he would have to have some pieces in place. At uh, this point, San Diego probably looks like that place. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do it. Um, Jim has been as comfortable, I think, in the last six, eight months at Michigan than, than I've ever seen him. And, and kind of at peace with himself and at peace with life and at peace with everything that's going on around him. Despite the issues with the NCAA and all this sign-stealing stuff, I thought Jim has been and I think it's almost like he's comfortable. And Let's not forget that when we start sending him to the NFL. Uh, I think it's going to be a tougher decision than some people think. So do I. But that peace, the melancholy, the Enjoying the ride. There's a side of me, Jim, and it's just my opinion. And again, a lot of what I do is just on the outside looking in, and I get paid to deliver opinions every day, that he almost wanted to enjoy this year so much. And even with six games suspended, three by your own school, three by basically the Big Ten slash NCAA, uh, that you you still found through Connor Stallions, through having to let coaches go, through all the BS in the national media, he has that peace, and I, I like that word in his voice, and I don't know if that's he knows it's his last ride with this team 
or this group, you, you, you're never going to find a collection of guys who are all on the same page like this team is. And that right. usually leads to success. Can't win them all, to use that sports cliche. But this is when coaches really enjoy their profession. There, there's been no drama with this team. Think about I'm talking within the, within the locker room. Tell me drama Absolutely. that this team has had this year. And, that, and there has been none. And because of with players. Right, that's what I mean. Because of the team, because of the leadership, because of the guys in that single-minded focus. Jim Harbaugh didn't need to steer it. He, 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 all he had to do was stand back and watch and, and, you know, just make sure the gate was closed over here and the gate was closed over there and just, but let the team direct itself. And that's why I think he's at peace. He knows he's got a gr- good group of guys and he's just managing the, these guys and, and the assistant coaches are coaching them up. Uh, the fact that they had three different coaches in the first three games and, and, uh, you know, Sharon Moore did such a great job in the final three games. Um, it's it's just it's one of the most unique college football seasons I think I've ever seen by one team. Uh, you know uh, that, that they have they have had such focus and they played so well against good teams, especially the finish. You finished Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State, Alabama, um, and that's that's a pretty rough go on the final three four games. And you come out of it uh, and you're in the national championship game. Um, I just, like I said, I think Jim is, I think he's enjoying the ride. I, I agree with you. Uh, he's, he's at peace because he knows, you know, it's not on him anymore. It's on them. He's done his job and he's just thrilled and delighted that they're having a the success they are. Hey Amen. I agree with you 100% that everybody, uh, Coram, McCarthy, the leadership on this team has been some of the best I've ever seen considering what, Arrows have been shot towards the team, towards a head coach, and they have one final game where I'm glad it's not Texas. That home field advantage could have been big for Texas. It's Washington. They have a great offense, but I go back to the Washington State-Washington game that I watched on DVR, and the key, and and they were in it till the late touchdown by Penix, that control the ball, control the clock. Don't get into a shootout. I don't think Michigan, they could win if J.J.'s on a 58-55 game. But I think they need to get out in front 17-7, pound the clock, make it 24-10, get another touchdown, uh, eat time, and make Washington work. That's it. Well, and, that's, and, and, that, and to me, uh, huge, that plays into their, their, uh, Michigan's uh, uh, wheelhouse. Michigan is a team that likes that. This is Jim Harbaugh's go. We will run the ball and we will stop the run. That's kind of what they do. And with Blake Corm, Donovan Edwards, with uh, Mullings, uh, J.J. and the run action passing, I also think, remember the last few weeks, the tight ends haven't been as big. Loveland, I think, could be huge. So could Barner. Those two players, I think in the last couple of weeks, kind of disappeared a little bit. And remember during the season, they were huge contributors offensively. I think in this game, those tight ends could emerge again as first down makers, as guys that J.J. goes to. Uh, that, that we haven't seen him go to. Ever since Iowa, they've kind of disappeared a little bit. And I think that those tight ends could be big. But that's that's the game plan, in my opinion. Control the clock. Uh, control the ball. Uh, keep Penix on the sideline. And, and do what you do best, which is come in with your two tight ends, your heavy sets, pound it, and run play action passing off of that. Let J.J. throw it 22 times, complete 17 for 180, and rush for 220. 
Well, I guess you're not asking for a lot there, Brandy, but uh, we'll, we'll just, yeah, you're going to get on me. Hold on. You're going to get on me no, to but, start but, this but, conversation. But, no, no, that, that would be a, what, 27-17 type of game, 27-27. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying you kind of, you go. I'm not going to, I'm not going to scream pot calling the kettle black from the start of this conversation. Where I'm predicting a blowout, but you're basically uh, saying to, Michigan's going to own them start to finish. I had to get you going to start things off here. I, now, I know, you Jimmy. You're that. like me. Could, hey, yeah. you listen to the Huge Show. I can start an hour with this, and by the end of the hour, I'm completely on the other side. I know. That's why I had to get you going. <laughs> okay, here. I know. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. I know. Well, that's, that's why we do the same thing when you're uh, you're talking about three games down the road. I don't allow you to do that. Okay. Well, I, oh, excuse me. Let me let me check the head of uh, the huge show for the Michigan Sports Network. Oh, it is Jim Brandstatter. That's uh, my bad on that. All right. Before I let you go, uh, all right. This magical season by the Lions gets Stafford and the Rams and the return to Detroit Sunday night football, Sunday night wild card playoff football in America. Uh, there's no way the Lions can let Stafford end this season. No way. No way. That can't happen. Well, I, I, I agree, but you know what? I mean, when I think about it, look at it. The, the one team I didn't want to play. Amen. I know what you're going to was, was the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I, I We've seen what Stafford can do. They're playing with great confidence. And um, they've got Aaron Donald. All right? And, and that guy is all world. Uh, they 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 they've got they're the team with <laughs> Cooper Cup will be back for the Lions game. Cooper Cup, yeah, tell me, Pakua yeah, Nakua, whatever. Yeah, what's his Nakua. name? Is it Pakua? Is it is it Puko Kanua? Uh, <laughs> what's? I don't know. I, it, Pakua. It's, Pakua. It's, I know. Nakua. It's Nakua. Played it. Yeah. Played it. Brigham Young. Yes, but I know. Is there a team? Is there a team out there that's more everything to gain, nothing to lose than the Rams? No, and and, and now you throw in the experience, and you throw Stafford coming back, and the entire team and coaching staff are going to rally around him. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. The worst team I wanted to see in the, in the opening playoff game, the first one ever, by the way, at Ford Field, was Matt Stafford and the Rams. Exactly, and uh, with Stafford's arm and the receiving core he's got. Um, this guy, I mean, you've seen him. We've seen him. He's a gunslinger. When he gets hot, the other guys look like they're not running in slow motion. I mean, he doesn't need windows to throw it in. He just rips it in there. Uh, and, and, and I think, again, this is a game where Detroit's running game has got to got to prevail. Yeah, running game, they, and running game and bring a lot of pressure because Stafford, one thing he is, and he's okay. not a threat to run. He's not mobile, exactly. so you can't let him sit there because with Puka, Nakua, uh, with Cooper Cup, with uh, the weapons he has, let's be honest. When you look at Stafford, as much as he was inconsistent, did have a lot around him in Detroit. One thing I'll agree with, and I heard one of the NFL shows yesterday talking about it. You know, some of the best seasons ever in history of the National Football League have been when Matt Stafford was throwing to Calvin Johnson, Cooper Cup, and what Puka Nakua did this year. For the Rams. And Stafford yep. was the quarterback for all three for most of those games. Exactly. And that you you came up with a game plan. That was I mean if you're sitting Blitz in, the heck out of them. You have to. Well, if you're sitting in Allen Park right now, I think they're saying the same thing. We've got to get after Stafford. We've got to make sure that we move his feet. We can't get let him sit there and get comfortable. So we've got to somehow 
send people and make sure we get pressure. And secondly, um, from an offensive standpoint, we got to keep him on the sideline as best we can. We got to run the football, and we got to get our offensive line, you know, up and going, and and run the football and keep him on the sideline. Those are the two things I think that are important in this football game. Hey man, I just Stafford. Uh, can you imagine if their season ends on Sunday night and Stafford walks out of there in the first ever playoff game? Oh, twelve and five year, the most wins since '91, ties a franchise record. Granted, I don't want to think. It. I don't want to think Stafford. That could that could really just kill. Could, could you imagine? Oh. I mean, you could probably you could stand over where you are in Grand Rapids, oh. right? And you could hear mm. the, the collective intake oh. of breath from the entire oh. southeastern corner of Michigan. If if that happens, you could you could almost feel a a, a depression. You can almost feel almost like. The, the the air coming out of the balloon in southeastern Michigan. If that happened, okay. Was, well, I guess I guess the Brandy podcast is going to be about uplifting uh, positivity. All of a sudden, no, no. I know. I'm with you. Up. Wait a minute. I'm nervous. That brought it up. I'm, I'm just nervous. That, that would be a terrible way. Um, for this great the worst to end. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather have the Packers come beat them like a drum like they did on Thanksgiving Day yeah, than no, lose to I, Stafford. I, 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 I agree with you. I, yeah, and you know what? As much as I like Matthew Stafford, and, and as much as I appreciate everything he did here in Detroit, I, I, I would you know, I, I would feel awful for Detroit, but I'd actually feel pretty good for Matthew just because I like the guy. Oh, my God, he's uh, flipping right now. You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like the guy. I interviewed him. He, he, was, he never complained of all the times. Yeah, I don't like people that complain either. Well, no, you know, you know, and I know that yeah. he got killed. His offensive line, he gets sacked 45, 50 times a year, never complained. And he still had those great years. And he was just a, a consummate team guy played when he was hurt for God's sake. I know he I just can't win. To. He just can't, you know, Carson Wentz decides to throw the greatest two point tight conversion pass ever. I'm watching that game. I had to, I broke my remote, so I had to go out and get a new one this morning. But Hey, Jimmy, I got to get to a network, T.O. We had a great conversation. Enjoy that yep. game tonight and go blue, okay? I will, you too, okay? Be well. All right, there he is, Jim Brandstetter, former voice of Michigan football and a color commentator for decades with the Lions, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence. Bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined. At Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. 
Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. Get in on the action tonight. Washington, Michigan in the national championship game. Lions and the Rams on Sunday night. Jeff Risden, Lionswire had a story. There's a slight chance Laporta could play against the Rams. That's huge news. They need him. He's a big loss. I'm not going to get on Campbell about playing starters. They needed to win. You go back to that refs call now at the end of the Dallas game. They'd have at least a two seed, if not the one seed. Niners might have played that final game differently. Unbelievable. How bad NFL officials are. Just sickening. Now, remember, all of our podcasts are free. We are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. All you have to do is search The Huge Show, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. 